Welcome back, Stoolies, to episode two of the Barstool Sports History Lesson Podcast. Again, I am your host, Shane Mudgett, here to bring you into a deeper dive into one of Barstool's longest-running video series, if not the longest-running video series, at least active, and that's the Barstool Rundown. For those of you that may not know what the Barstool Rundown is, in a nutshell, they take the five, six, depending on the the day, the news stories, the most popular news stories, blog stories, Barstool world stories, and they have three of the Barstool personalities break down and give their thoughts on the subjects. Simple enough. And if you've been able to pay attention to the Barstool world as of late, you'll have probably heard that Portnoy has made the uh, put the rundown in his scope. It, word got back to him that producers were asking talent to participate in the rundown and they were the producers were being told no. And Dave was not having it. So I guess he sent a company-wide email out saying if you're asked to do the rundown, you're not allowed to say no anymore. And on the surface, you might think it's weird, especially if you're a new stoolie, that Dave would care who was on the rundown. You know, he doesn't really stick his nose in those sort of videos. Like, he's not... He doesn't really care who's doing what video series... I've I've got the sense of but I think in Dave's eyes the rundown is different. You know, like I kind of teased in the beginning of the podcast, it is Barcelona's longest active video series. It's been around since 2014 and I think Dave has a special place in his heart, you know. It it's been on four days a week since 2014. It was it was on five days a week, but I guess story goes that one Friday the ratings were the viewership was down a little bit, so Dave just automatically assumed nobody was ever gonna watch Friday Rundown, so they stopped doing it. And now it's just Monday through Thursday. That's just how his brain works, I guess. <laughs> so let's let's get into it. Let's get into why Dave may have you know such strong feelings towards you know people joining the rundown, and you know I think I think in this episode I want to break down sort of sort of the history of the rundown uh, during its eight-year run. I was able to find the first episode of the rundown and believe it or not it was it was called the Barstool Sports Internet Royal Rumble and I would absolutely be lying to you guys if I told you I remember that that was the name of it but the date of that first Barstool rundown slash Internet Royal Rumble whatever you want to call it was March 11th 2014 
And I'm going to play a good chunk of the beginning of this here and uh, let Dave kind of explain to you what exactly it is. He's joined by KFC and Big Cat. Here, here it goes. Today is March 11th. We got the Barstool Royal Rumble. We are going to find out the five best viral stories of the day. Which one won? Which one is the last man standing in the ring? We got the uh, Between Two Ferns interview with Obama and Zach Erica Flackis. We got the cat hostage situation. Um, spring training, the guy that let the stroller roll down the hill killed his kid. And the plane that's just missing and the guy who smashed a bazillion walnuts with his forehead. Uh, KFC and Dan will rank them. I'll take their rankings into account, and we'll pick the winner. Let's start with the two ferns. For those of you wondering, Dave was trying to say actor Zach Galifianakis' name. That's a common thing with the rundowns. It was a kind of a running bit, but it was serious. Dave just doesn't know how to say names. He just refuses to learn. He continuously would call his longtime blogger John Feidelberg Fiedelberg. And for those of you wondering who may have won the inaugural Barstool Sports Internet Royal Rumble, here's how it ended. Cat hostage. I don't care that you guys both gave it five. That, that's insane. It's a 22-pound house cat that they called 911 on because he beat up a baby and, and have them trapped. That's number one every other day of the week. If we didn't have this friggin' seven, triple, triple seven? Triple seven. If we didn't have this triple seven, that's just gone rogue. So that's the number one story of the day. And that's that. So that's that. The first ever Barstool Rundown slash Internet Royal Rumble. Shortly after, it would turn to the format that we know now where the guys would just break down the topics maybe have a little debate and then at the end usually there was a quick after show where that was left for if there was barstool drama or a behind the scenes story Dave wanted to shit on someone really whatever the case may be and for a long time, if I were to guess as an outsider looking in, the rundown probably paid a lot of bills and salaries for Dave as far as advertisement goes. Like I've been saying, it was the only daily thing that the, that the site had minus the daily blog and I remember when they got sponsored by Burger King back in the day and that was massive I'm sure that was a good chunk of change and there was a lot of Dunkin Donuts advertisement and, and some local places as well like Milton's clothing store but just from that fact alone that it was it was a video series it was a product that was keeping the lights on at for the company and I think 
Dave sees it as maybe a disrespect from the newer employees that maybe aren't aware of the barstool history. That's like, hey, this company was this company wouldn't be here today without the rundown. So you saying no is virtually disrespecting the history of this company. And maybe that's me just being a, I don't know, making a bigger thing out of nothing. But that email was sent out for a reason. And I think that at least has something to do with it, if I was to guess. But let's kind of talk more about the rundown. It was the only time that Dan, Kevin, and Dave would kind of talk throughout for the day. They were in their own cities. KFC was in New York. Dave, Boston. Big Cat, Chicago. So it's not like they were all in the Milton office having conversations all day. But that also doesn't mean they wouldn't get on each other's nerves for the half hour, 45 minute Skype rundown they were doing. I'm just going to play a quick compilation from the Viva La Stula Twitter account. I'm not even going to tee it up. I'm just going to play it. to everybody who was getting the wrath of Dave in those clips. If you watch the videos, they all were laughing. But there was one main rundown topic that lasted for like seven months to a year and it damn near broke the company in half. That's not even a joke. It It was Deflategate. Dave was relentless during those rundowns during the flake gate. And Kevin and Dan, they fought back so much. <laughs> it, it And no pun intended, it literally deflated those guys. And I'm pretty sure the story goes that, and there was stuff behind the scenes too, but the flake gate and behind the scenes stuff and Dave being Dave, I'm Kevin, at least Kevin, I'm pretty sure Big Cat as well has said they were kind of close to leaving the company. And like I said, there was a lot of reasons why, but it was the Flake 8 rundowns were, even as a stoolie, and I'm not a Patriots fan, they were, they got to be so nauseating. Because even if you've been following Barstool for a little bit, you know when 
when Dave's right, he'll let you know forever and ever. I'm going to pull up the rundown from January 21st, seven years ago. It's 29 minutes of just the flake gate. You'll hear in the beginning how it's kind of jokey jokey. Now here's an example from that same rundown of KFC trying to argue back with Dave when Dave has gone full prez mode. Say it's breaking an unwritten rule, and you want to say that's because people are jealous. That could, that's probably all true. It doesn't change the fact that you got caught fucking cheating. We did not get caught. Someone tattled. There's a gigantic that doesn't difference. matter. That does, my, KFC these coaches. So you could kind of tell at the end of that, after, that was 25 minutes into that rundown and Kevin had pretty much had enough. Now just imagine that for another seven months. It should be worth noting, and I'm not, I, I hate to do this, but the flake gate turned into the greatest... Maybe not the greatest, but one of the most memorable rundowns ever. And that was on May 12, 2015, when Dave, Kevin, and Big Cat, they taped the rundown before the Milton guys went to Goodell's headquarters and got arrested. So it was pre-jail. And here's Dave explaining exactly what his intentions are for that day. We have handcuffs. We are going to handcuff ourselves together. Myself, Hank, sales guy in Feidelberg. Um, Who's got a video? What? Who's got a video? Lewis is here with the video camera. I also don't think they'll be able to rip cell phones out of our hands when you grip a cell phone so tight so we'll be videotaping ourselves we are going to walk in and say we'd like to meet with Roger Goodell I assume they aren't going to grant that meeting and then we're just going to fall down onto the ground handcuffed to each other and refuse to move till we can meet with Roger Goodell because make now unfortunately the post jail rundown seems to be wiped from the internet but kind of going from my memory, uh, I believe the cops gave them McDonald's because they were stoolies. And Feidelberg ended up sleeping the whole time. <laughs> and the big takeaway was that H Hank took a shit <laughs> while in jail. <laughs> and uh, apparently some guy said he'd been there like a week and still hadn't shit. And Dave's one phone call was to KFC to make sure the merch was on was on the site. 
the grind never sleeps for the man. Gotta respect it. That's all we'll go into with the flake gate. It probably could be its own episode and might be at some point. Before we move on to, uh, I'll say, the next chapter, the next phase of the rundown, there's still a couple of things I just would like to add to about the Skype rundowns. It was always kind of cool, especially back in the day when there was a celebrity guest on. You had guys like Gronk, Pedroia, Family Guy writer Alex Sulkin, NHL or Logan Couture. And I know it's weird to say that now that, you know, there's every podcast that Barstool has, or pretty much every video has a celebrity or an athlete or somebody. But, you know, six, seven years ago when it was a lot smaller, it was it was cool to see support from somebody on a bigger platform supporting the same smaller website that I am. I, f- I found it interesting. But now let's move forward. And uh, probably the Barstool Rundown's biggest moment, and actually probably at that particular time, Barstool's biggest moment, the Barstool Rundown was to air on Comedy Central the week of the 2017 Super Bowl. And that was the game that featured the Patriots and the Falcons. And that was a big deal. I remember them kind of saying, like, you know, we need the Stoolies to show out because they were actively trying to shop the rundown at that time. To a lot of networks. Pretty much any network that would listen. And this was their shot. So they did the rundown live from Houston that week on Comedy Central. In front of, you know, packed out people behind them screaming the whole time. And I'm sure the ratings did fine. But obviously nothing nothing really came of it. But the one big thing that did happen that week was former NFL punter Pat McAfee retired from the NFL and they put on a sketch during one of the rundowns on Comedy Central and McAfee gave a fake press retirement press conference where the Barstool guys were asking him questions and at the end the announces, you know, he's he's joining Barstool. And that was McAfee's en- entrance into media and of course he's just this massive giant in the industry now. So that's that's kind of, you know, at least noteworthy and should be said. Now, I wouldn't be doing you guys justice if I didn't mention the Super Bowl rundowns. 
and not give you guys a taste of what is what is considered the funniest rundown in the history of Barstool Sports. It's the post Super Bowl edition rundown of the Ste- of the Patriots versus Seahawks when Malcolm Butler had the pick at the end of the game. Now the rundowns I've mentioned before, they average about 50,000 viewers, let's say. This one right here has 301,000 views. And there is a reason why. Dave was at the game. So to paint you the picture of this particular rundown, Dave is sitting poolside next to a fire pit with a cabana hat on trying to light a cigar while Dave and Kevin are in their apartments in their respective cities watching Dave talk about like probably the greatest night of his life at that point and it lives up to the hype here's the beginning of that podcast After that sound clip, Dave lets Jets fan KFC go first, and KFC lets his misery out. <laughs> and as soon as Kevin ends, we get maybe the most infamous sound clip in Barstool history, at least top five. This is... This is Dave lighting a cigar after Kevin's talking and him saying Big Cat's name. Listen to Big Cat's laugh on that. It's just, it's so genuine. And if you watch the video, even KFC starts laughing after that. He gets up so Dave can't see him. The audio probably doesn't do it justice, the, and the video is worth watching, but you can't have the rundown without that big cat clip. I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I missed it. I'll run through a couple more early early rundowns that are memorable and worth checking out. On 
seven years ago on the December 3rd episode of The Rundown, Dave and Kevin and, and Dan get in a debate about sharks that actually leads to Dave self-publishing a children's book called Sharks Have Feelings 2. Because he accused Dan and Kevin of not caring that sharks were getting killed. The other rundown from those days I want to highlight a little bit was an internet challenge that Dave wanted to conquer, let's say. It was the 6, 12, 18, 24 challenge. And what that challenge was, was you had to divvy up those four numbers and do them in either miles, beers, donuts, or jerk-offs. <laughs> and Dave said he could, and this was under 24 hours, it had to be done. So Dave said he could do six miles, he could drink 12 beers, jerk off 18 times, and eat 24 donuts. From the beginning, I think everybody except for Dave knew he wasn't jerking off 18 times in 24 hours. Let's be real. And here's Dave's final scorecard from that challenge. Of 18-24 press conference. I lost. Just couldn't jerk off enough. 12 jerk-offs. Tried to squeeze out that 13th, couldn't do it. Just all the way to the clock, just fighting, scratching, clawing, jerking, couldn't do it. There's honestly just, obviously, so many hours of rundown time. I have found it hard to choose which ones to use and and say. But I did find a Reddit thread from Barstool EH asking favorite rundowns from five years ago. And here's a couple more that I honestly forgot about that are worth noting. September 22nd rundown, Big Cat Warren Eagles costume for the whole thing. And another one I completely forgot about was the Hell's Bells rundown when Chrissy Teigen bodied Dave on Twitter. Dave Dave said something about her and she clapped back and Dave just was silent for like an hour or two and and the and the internet was just roasting him and he didn't realize it and his claim on the rundown his defense the next day was that he was making a hell's bells video the infamous hell's bells video and it, it didn't work he was still you, the guys didn't care. They they gave it to him. That that is a classic rundown. And I never really touched on any of the rundowns from HQ2 or even these HQ3, the newer rundowns. And like 
there's there's a couple I'll go I'll go over the Frankie Borelli Dave's one time cameraman for the pizza reviews and the now host of Foreplay Podcast. He was he got caught mansplaining baseball to Liz and everybody around him kinda of realized it in real time and once he realized it and started backtracking, it, it it was a very funny moment. And Liz, Liz takes it well, to be frank. And Nate, Barstool Nate, also has a couple classic rundown moments. Former porn star Oscar Kira worked for the company for a, a short time, and and Nate Nate was successfully somehow. I still don't know how he did it took her while she was standing up and flipped her on her head into a standing 69. It's still maybe the most impressive physical feat that I've seen in the history of Barstool. And also like an idiot, he was called upon the run down under Dave's wrath and as he left, he gave Dave a noogie on the top of his head where Dave just had hair transplants. And as retribution, Dave had to give Nate a noogie for like a solid minute on the rundown next to the point where I think Dave like just had to tap out because his knuckles were bleeding. Again, the barstool difference, your boss giving you a noogie. But it admittedly wasn't all, you know, jokes and and fun. Unfortunately, there was a couple moments where the rundown got the company and a couple of the guys in hot water. And actually, a, a guest in hot water. There was one time in the history of Barstool Rundown that they did it live. And they had reporter Emily Austin on who ended up making an insensitive comment towards the Asian community and was virtually fired and canceled at a point because of it. And looking on Twitter now, it does seem that she was able to get her career back. But it was so weird because I remember watching that rundown and then the ne- and then seeing that night a completely different rundown being posted where Dave was solo talking about the topics and acting very just weird and not and vague and and then it turns out that was you know that happened and she said those things and then also the I guess unfortunately now f- sort of famous rundown where the guys Kevin Dave and Big Cat were talking about the Colin Kaepernick situation and they Dave and Kevin made some insensitive comments as well that the internet has tried to cancel them over and looking back obviously and they've admitted it was very dumb to say and, and today I don't think either of them would say that but Again, you can't tell the history of the rundown without at least mentioning those two days, those those two rundowns.
And as for the current state of the Barstool Rundown, it's recently been taken over by new hire John Rich, who has been following Barstool for a long time, which as a viewer I'm excited that he has taken over. And in the short couple weeks that he has had his finger in it, I do believe that the rundowns have been a lot better. I think he's putting trios together that make sense. They're a little different. They're unique. And he's he's picking topics that are funny again and and I'm he's he's earning my trust back and I'm giving them a shot again because admittedly there was a time I think like maybe a lot of older guys where we kind of were picking and choosing what rundowns to watch which was a bummer because 6.30 is Monday through Thursday I was virtually like your grandparents watching the, the news especially when there was drama in the actual barstool world I was I was drooling from the mouth waiting for it so let's end this podcast on a high note Here's Dave singing Creed to Dave and Kevin on January 27th, 2016 edition of the Barstool Rundown. Thanks for listening. See you next episode.